Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Friends, we jump today to the second book of Samuel, and we are praying for the legal protection of unborn children all this week, but today in a very special way that are gatherings everywhere for prayers to be raised to heaven that we may not kill our unborn children. And the reading that we have is from Second Samuel, where David returns from defeating the Amalekites. And while he is there in a place called Siklag, there is someone from Saul's camp that comes and falls to the ground showing torn clothes. And he lets him know that Saul and, and Jonathan have died. The king that had pursued David to kill him, but the, the king that David loved, and moreover, he loved the place as an anointed player in the story of salvation. He recognized that very clearly, that he had that anointing. And even though Saul was pursuing him and trying to kill him, even though on the physical realm, he appeared as an enemy, David had enough heart, enough mind, enough anointing to understand that he couldn't go against the person that God had chosen, even if he had lost God's favor. And Saul's son, Jonathan, had been his friend, his companion, somebody that in the fights with Saul had interceded somebody that had protected him, somebody that had guarded him. So when he learns that both Saul and Jonathan have died, we see an emotional response that shows us David's heart. He tears his garments in mourning, weeping, and fasting until the end of the day begin for the souls of these two soldiers and the soldiers of the Lord that had died and we see a song friends in this year where i am committed to singing the songs of the lord i am paying close attention to how david sings he sings when he's sad when he's happy he sings when he wins when he loses he sings when he's together when he's alone i am learning about singing to the Lord, new songs, songs that I make up, songs that align my heart to the heart of God. If that is something we know was true of David, he was a man after God's own heart. That is how he's described in some of the readings. What do you take from today's reading? And this is the reading that falls on the day where we are praying for 
the protection of unborn children. We find that David's grieving heart matches our grieving hearts today, as we know that millions of unborn children have been killed in our countries all over the world. But in the United States of America, by the millions, we are above 60 million already since 1973 when it was legalized to kill our children. Psalm 80 tells us, let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. We can sing this in our songs for today, friends. Let us see your face, Lord, and we shall be saved. O Lord of hosts, how long will you burn with anger while your people pray? How can it be that God has entrusted us the co-creation of the world by giving us the ability for couples to reproduce and continue the beauty of creation and that because of inconvenience the majority of the times, because a lot of the sexual act has been divided from the act of marriage and formation of a family, we are finding that children are not honored as part of the copulation of a man and a woman and that that is done in such a way that it produces a child and that the child is discarded. Friends, to be able to see the face of the Lord, we have to do something about this. We have to pray about it, fast about it, contribute about it so that we can put an end to the massacre of the youth before it's even born. The gospel for today is short and to the point. It's literally just a few verses. Jesus comes with his disciples and a crowd gathers. They go into a house. And there is so many people that have gathered that they can't even eat. And when his relatives find out about it, they want to take him away. And they say he is out of his mind. And I'm wondering what that he is out of his mind means. But we find the crowd inching in in many ways because people is performing miracles, telling people not to say anything about it. And people are saying something about it. So Jesus is having to leave towns and sleep outside because there's no way for him to get away. He can't even eat. And he has a mission to accomplish, but it's impossible to even move from city to city. We find that the inner circle of his family is coming in to protect. And that is something that is going to happen sometimes in the reverse in our lives. I know in some families that the fight is actually with the family itself, where there is somebody that feels they need the protection of the outsiders. I know that this has happened with some friends of mine from high school, for example, whose families had alcoholism or some kind of abuse, and then they needed the intercession of somebody that was from the outside in order to, to find protection. In this case, we find Jesus really having to move from city to city, having to leave in the middle of the night to to pray, to be alone with his father. Let us go to the throne, Father. 
on this day when we are praying together, Father, for all the unborn, that we are praying that legal protection is fashion for the unborn children. We are praying, Father, that you put your mantle over the mothers that are thinking about ending the life of their children today, Father, that you would send angels there, that you would help them to change their mind, Father, that you will help them know that there is a beating life inside of them, that you will bring angels on the earthly realm so that they know how to bring that child to life so that someone else, if they cannot take care of the child, someone else can take care of it. We ask, Father, that you give courage to the people that are standing in front of abortion clinics. We give, we give charge of your angels to all of those that are in danger because of their stance, Father, in schools, in workplaces, that they are opening their minds, Father, to what is available in terms of assistance and that they have courage to be able to stand in the public place for those that cannot speak for themselves. And we ask this in the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.